see what we got going on here. Fritzberger Blood and Faith.com says, I got an excellent connection. I got a little late start this morning. It's 10.50 a.m. This Sunday morning before Thanksgiving, I did do a podcast earlier. thought I'd give you a few updates on what's been going on in in my own life and what, what I've been doing. The, the podcast this morning was called uh, the, the Pulpits and Revolution. And uh, the last couple of podcasts I've been doing, I've, I've expressed skepticism on a political fix for our nation's problems. And I've been as cynical enough to say that the, the attempts that we're doing, and, and God bless the people that are working, and they're working hard, and they're doing good work, is akin to fixing the siding on a house that uh, whose foundation has utterly collapsed. That foundation is a foundation of blood and faith. Blood and faith. And the enemy, the seed of the serpent, the synagogue of Satan, the devil's little babies has done everything it can to eradicate the blood and the faith out of the United States of America, the historical blood that made our Northern Europeans, the European peoples. And the faith of Jesus Christ, the blood and the faith. And Satan's synagogue has done a good job of that. And the treason, the treasonous pastors that have assisted them, the fraternity of Judas Iscariot that has assisted them. And the hirelings of the synagogue of Satan. And they gussy it up with good-sounding words, nice-sounding words. Oh, we need diversity, diversity, diverse. They're liars. They're doing Satan's work. The ancient nation of Israel had no need for diversity. When the Almighty sent the ancient nation of, of Israel into the land of Canaan, He said, you wipe out their bloodline do not intermix or intermarry with the foreign nations. Oh, Fritz, you can't say that. That's racist. That's the Bible. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you notice the nations of the world, there's very few nations that are trying to get racial diversity. In fact, Southern Africa, South Africa was settled by, developed by, cultured by Europeans, Germans, Boers. They made it a beautiful, productive place instead of a waste place. 500 years. And then the blacks moved in. The blacks moved south over a couple centuries, and now they're driving out the whites. you think they're looking for diversity? Their goal is the extinction of the white race in their lands. Remember what happened to Haiti? You had the blacks in Haiti, and the French ran the place. Blacks in Haiti genocided the whites. They murdered the whites and drove them out. Now look at Haiti. It's an absolute disaster. It'll always be a disaster. They're not capable of doing what Northern European peoples are doing. Fact, fact, historical fact. I was listening to a black preacher the other day. And he told his congregation, he'd fly it out. He says, listen, it's, it's, it's sub-Saharan Africa. For as long as a quarter of history has been, there's no blacks ever did any, never made a building over two stories. They, they're not, they're not capable of doing that. You think the Japanese are going for racial uh, uh, diversity? 
Do you think that people that live in the current state of the Israelis, they're doing everything they can to genocide the Gazans, genocide the Palestinians? <clears throat> Years ago, they, they made some presses. Oh, we're a diverse and inclusive country. And they let in a, 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 some African black folk that, that apparently had converted to the Talmud, I, you know, I don't know, centuries ago. Oh, look at us, look at us. We're the homeland of the Jew. And so they bring in these Africans. 20 years later, they said, this ain't working. And they're doing everything they can to force the blacks out of Israel. Fact. Fact. They're paying them money and helping them get visas into Europe. Fact. They don't want them there. We've set up Indian reservations all over the United States, and it's, those reservations are only for the nation of whatever race they are. Yakima Indian Reservation is for Yakima, the Yakima Nation only. They may let other people live there, but they don't have this idea that, oh, we're all Yakimas. Everybody's a Yakima Indian. Everybody's a Blackfoot Indian. Everybody's a whatever kind of Indian you are. Oh, no, 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 no. Only the white nations are expected to act that way, and it's genocide for our people. Oh, Fritz, you can't say that. Yes, I can say that. I did say that. Gonna say it. The Jews, the modern Jews, who are nothing more than identity thieves, are pushing for the racial genocide of the white race. They are open about it. They talk about it. They say it. Wesley Clark, a whole variety of rabbis. Noel Ignatia, PhD from Harvard. We got a genocide of the white. They say it out loud. Church won't say it. Church won't repeat it. Press won't repeat it. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. You're just saying, no, this is what the Jews say. This is what the Jews say. You go back and read the Bible. The Bible talks about a division of the races, a division of the peoples, starting with Babel. And then you get to the story of the ancient race of the sons of Israel, which have nothing to do with these modern people who call themselves Jews. They're nothing but identity thieves. They're, they're identity thieves. They've stolen the name of Israel and claimed it for their own, and they're not the descendants of Israel. Even the Jews in the book of John, the eight chapters of John, were not the descendants of Israel. They admit it. Church has to wise up to this. Eight chapter of John... It's the Jews, the Jews, the Jews, the Jews, the Jews. And Jesus looks at the Jews and he says, you're the devil's own children. He says, the son will set you free. You, you don't have to be slaves to sin. And they said, we've never been slaves. Okay, well, that means you're, you've never been the children of, you're not the children of Israel. All the children of Israel were slaves. 430 years in the land of Egypt, they were slaves. They were slaves. So the Jews of John chapter 8, or identity thieves, they're frauds. Jesus called them the children of the devil. Jesus Christ doubles down. Revelation 2 9, Revelation 3 9. He says, Look, these people that call themselves Jews, they're liars. They're just synagogue of Satan. Oh, but the church, church yearns to be friends with the world. And so they agree to the lie that these modern day Jews, claiming to be something that they've never been, and even if they were, I would remind you that so was Judas Iscariot. Judas Iscariot, 
was from southern Judea, Kirioth. That's why his name is Iscariot. Yet he is clearly Antichrist. He betrayed Jesus Christ. Do you think he's the chosen people? Do you think he's the chosen person? Jesus Christ said it would be better if that man had never been born. Better if he'd never been born. You can't find a place in the Bible where there's no borders. You cannot find a place, not from Genesis, not to the Revelation. There's borders everywhere in the Bible. Genesis, there's borders before the fall of man. There's borders before the fall. God planted a garden, and then he put man inside of the garden before sin. There was borders for the garden. There was an in the garden, and there was an out of the garden. He put Adam in the garden. That was his land. That was his territory. It had borders. And when Adam sinned, he cast man out, outside of the borders of the Garden of Eden, and he put up an armed border guard. Go back and go, and then you go to the end of the book. You go to the Revelation. Go look at the heavenly Jerusalem. It's geographically defined. It's so wide, so tall, so long. You go back and read about the nation of Israel. It had borders. Go read about ancient Babel. God hated the idea of no nations, no borders. Hated it. It's Satan's rebellious plan. Satan and, and Nimrod in ancient Babylon, they said, well, we're going to have a, a human civilization. No nations, no borders. We're all one. We can do anything. God himself, Jesus Christ himself, shows up. He confuses their language. He changes the language of the different groupings of people based on a common father, a common patriarch. By the way, races are patriarchal. The Jews twist that. They say that descent in Judaism is through the mother. This proves that they're the children of the devil. It's patriarchal in the Holy Scriptures. Descendancy is patriarchal in the Holy Scriptures. There's no such thing. Even the, 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 the heritage of Mary in the Gospels goes back to their fathers. It's patriarchal. Matriarchal for Judaism because, because Judaism is the devil's religion. It's more devilish than Islam. I'll take Islam over Judaism. But they're both antichrist in that they reject the Father and the Son. They reject the Son as the Messiah. Their antichrist religion, modern secular humanism, is antichrist. And if I pine, I've opined many times that, that the beast of Daniel 7 and the beast of Revelation 12 and 13, we live under the beast of Revelation 13 now. Today we do. We live under it today. It's a beast of arrogance and blasphemy. We are the measure of all things, the beast says. We're going to self-direct our, our, our own evolution, says the beast. We're not the product of God, the Creator. We are self-existing. This is the arrogance and the blasphemy of the beast that we live under today. And the church pretends everything's normal, and they're so grateful that the beast allows them the little niche role that they play to feed the hungry, have soup kitchens, have a little happy clappy club 
Come to our happy clappy club every Sunday morning and we'll clap our hands and we'll sing songs. We'll sing songs. And the pastor will get up and give a, an, a homily. He'll give a little servant, a sermon about something that does not bother the beast. He'll give a little sermon about something that does not bother the Antichrist. He'll have a little happy talk about some subject that doesn't bother the devil in the least. Doesn't bother the synagogue of Satan. Doesn't bother Satan's little babies. Because in, this, in the next breath they say, oh, the modern Jews are God's chosen people. The state of Israel is God's chosen state. And they participate in a lie. They participate in a lie and are liars like Judas Iscariot. They've joined a fraternity of Judas Iscariot. They're liars when you take a fraudulent people, identity thieves, and they've misappropriated the name of Israel to themselves and they got nothing to do with Israel. This goes back to the book of Esther. It's repeated in the book of John. Jesus Christ makes it clear in the Gospel of Matthew. He tells these Pharisees, the propagators of the propaganda of what becomes the Talmud, he says, you travel earth by land and sea, and you make converts, and they're twice the sons of hell that you already are. You know why the church is accepted by the Antichrist and the beast? Because the church propagates the lie that the modern people who call themselves Jews are somehow God's chosen people, and they're identity thieves and they're frauds. They fit the definition of Antichrist. They don't believe it. They re utterly reject Jesus Christ. Their book, their religion, the Talmud, says that Jesus Christ boils in human excrement. Church won't touch this. That's why the church is accepted under the rule of the Antichrist. That's why the church is accepted under the system of the beast. That's why the church isn't persecuted and prosecuted by Satan's synagogue or the devil's children, because they do the devil's work. They provide cover for these people who call themselves Jews, but they're not, and they're liars, and they're the synagogue of Satan. Revelation 2, 9, Revelation 3, 9. We're under slavery to the Antichrist today. We're under slavery to the beast today. And we think we're free because we got a little clappy club. A little happy clappy club on Sunday mornings. Let's clap. Let's sing songs. Let's believe in Jesus. Let's say we're going to go to heaven someday. In the very next breath, you're, you're backing up and you're supporting the Antichrist. You're endorsing, you're publicly endorsing the Antichrist. You're publicly supporting the rule of the beast. In the very next sentence, pastor, preacher. And I'm not even talking about the churches that have the homosexual flag out front. Mentioned earlier, I spent the last couple of years spending most of my time in the District of Columbia, our nation's capital, and every church out there has a homosexual flag in front. Every, why? Because they bow, they bow the knee to the beast. They bow the knee to the Antichrist, which is here today, which rules today. And the church, and, and, and the, okay, okay, there, there's those churches. Now, you little evangelical, Protestant, non denominational, charismatic, Pentecostal, independent Baptist, whatever you want to call yourselves. You do the same thing. You go down there and you grovel before 
the Antichrist. You grovel before these people who call themselves Jews, but they're not, but they're liars, and they're the synagogue of Satan. They're identity thieves. They're frauds. Oh, they're Jews. They, 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 the, their book is the Talmud. Oh, but the, you know they have the Ten Commandments in their synagogue. You know what? Madonna has a cross. Used to have a cross around her neck, and she's just a. You know what? I just told you about all these churches back in, in Washington D.C. They got the homosexual flag out front. They got the flag of sodomy flying in front of their churches. Does that make them Christian churches? Or are they identity thieves too? Woe to you. Woe to you who take the name of Jesus Christ in vain. You take the name of the Lord in vain. You break one of the Ten Commandments when you call yourself a Christian church and you're flying the flag of sodomy in front of the church. Taking the name of the Lord is... Oh, you just, he cussed. He said, took the name. You, you fly the flag of sodomy in front of the church and you call yourself a Christian church and a Christian pastor. You've taken the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in vain. When the Bible and the Ten Commandments talk about taking the name of the Lord in vain, it's the name of Jesus Christ. And it's vastly more than, 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 than a, a you know, you cut yourself and you let out an, a, an expletive. You fly the flag of sodomy in front of the church and you call yourself a Christian church. You've taken the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in vain. There is no other Lord. There is no other God. It is Jesus Christ. You've literally sided with the church of sodomy. You've sided with the Antichrist. You sided with the beast, and you wonder why you're not persecuted. Evangelical, charismatic, Pentecostal, tongue-talking, I don't care. You literally are backing up people that have stolen the identity of Israel. They're identity thieves and frauds. We live in an age of trannies, and all you pastors out there, oh, and you think you're brave because you'll denounce Trainism in grade schools. And if you've got these people out there that call themselves Jews, but they're not, and they're of the synagogue of Satan, and you're endorsing spiritual trainism, you're endorsing the trannies. God puts it in your face by bringing these physical trannies, and you'll renounce that, but you won't renounce and denounce the spiritual trannies who call themselves Jews, but are not, but are liars and of the synagogue of Satan, said Jesus Christ, Revelation 2.9, Revelation 3.9. Even if those people were the biological descendants of Israel, and they're not, so was Judas Iscariot. They've become anti-Christ. And it'd be better if they'd never been born. The people that wander around Call themselves Jews, Ashkenazic Jews, European Jews. Go back and look at their history. Go look at, at the people that settled in the land of Gog. They settled in the land of Gog, north of the Black Sea, and they converted to the Talmud in the 7 and 800s. 
Those are your modern Jews. Those are the Jews of today. And this started long before the birth of Jesus Christ. Go back and look in the book of Esther. Many, many, many different peoples converted to Jew because of the fear of the Jew, and they had nothing to do with the biological descendants of Israel. Go look at the book of John, John chapter 8. They said, we're the sons of Abraham. So were Esau. So were the Esau people. Edom. Jacob, I love. Edom, I hate him. Esau, I hated. King Herod was a son of Esau. The Jews in John chapter 8 were children of Esau. They say it in their own words. They say it in their own words. We've never been slaves. That means they've never been the children of, of Israel. Matthew chapter 23, verse 33. Jesus Christ says, you travel around land and sea. I think that's it's either 21 or 23. And you make converts of people. And you make them twice the sons of hell that you already are. Said Jesus Christ. Why do you worship the modern Jew, evangelical? Liars, identity thieves, frauds, the children of the devil, Satan's synagogue. That's why you're allowed to continue to do your work in the world today. That's why you're allowed to continue to have your happy clappy club, your little happy clappy club, and you're so happy when Susie's grandniece comes to an altar call and she gets saved. And, 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 and praise the Lord, I'm, I'm happy for that. And you're so happy that, that Johnny's uh, grandson, who was a heroin addict, comes and gets the devil cast out of him. And we're so happy. And literally, we're like men standing at the flood of Noah. And we got a little traveler's umbrella over our heads. We're going, oh, oh, we're just blessed. I have my little pop-up traveler's umbrella. And literally, it's the flood of Noah. And we say these little victories, and, and praise God for the little victories, but our society has gone to hell, and we are not the salt and light of this generation. We are not. Yet we ha we we're happy for the this. Uh, and, uh, listen, you got to walk away, and you got to stand back, and you got to say to yourself, "The church has no power. The church has no power." And you look at the Gospels, you look at Acts, and there is power there. We don't have any power. We love the world; the world loves us. We bow down and we worship a group of people who are literally identity thieves. Our preachers have joined the fraternity of Judas Iscariot because they've gone over to the Jews. They've gone over to the Jews. They take money from the Jews. How many of you preachers out there are getting free trips to Israel? You're taking money from the Jew. And you're out there telling your conversation, con congregation, oh, these are God's people. They're Satan's synagogue. They're the devil's children, said Jesus Christ. This one thing we must repent of. This one thing we must renounce. This one thing we must turn around from. Tell me which man of God in the Bible did not defy the Jew. Jeremiah defied the Jew. Elijah defied the Jew. 
Jesus Christ defied the Jew. Stephen defied the Jew. James defied the Jew. And he was murdered by Herod, an Edomite Jew. And Herod saw that it pleased all the Jews, and so he's going to murder John. He's going to murder these other Christians. They all defied the Jew. John, John the Beloved, he was on this stuff. He knew exactly what was going on. It's the Gospel of John. It's the letters of John. And it's the revelation of Jesus Christ given to John where it is most explicit. Every preacher knows that, that Jesus Christ was, there, was, there was Peter, James, and John. He's really close to John. But when John speaks in John chapter 8, verse 44, in 1 John 2, verse 22, in 1 John chapter 4, in 2 John verse 7, in Revelation 2, 9, in Revelation 3, 9, the church closes their ears and closes their eyes and screams, and they won't hear it. They won't hear what John the Beloved said. They won't hear what John the Beloved warned. They refuse the, literally the words of Jesus Christ. Because the church yearns to be friends with the world. They yearn not to be called anti-Semitic or racist or homophobic or transphobic or queerphobic or intolerant or divisive. There's more fear of the Antichrist in the evangelical Protestant independent church than there is of Jesus Christ in His words. Oh, God's going to send revival. God's going to rapture us. No, He's not going to rapture you. and He's not going to send revival if you renounce Him and you renounce His words. Jesus Christ is not going to send revival to you and He's not going to rapture you out of here because you're literally ashamed of the words of Jesus Christ. And you're part of the beast and you worship the whore and you go back and you wonder what it says in Revelation 18, verse 7. It said, come out of her midst, my church, come out of her midst. You become one with the whore. You become one with the beast. Come out of her. Fritz Berger, bloodandfaith.com.